the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Well, you know, we need great faith to have great love. Understanding God's love requires us to look at God's word. But first, let's pray together. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we love you. We praise you and honor you. We worship you, Lord. And we thank you for all that you've given us. We thank you for who you are and that, Lord, it, it, it's such a, a blessing to serve you. So I pray that this program will be of uh, an example of serving you and that uh, you will anoint it and that people will be touched and moved and, and transformed. Lord, I pray that we would see a tremendous revival in my own congregation, in the, in the congregations around us, in, in just in the city the county, the country, you know, the world. Lord, revive us. So, Father, we thank you and praise you and honor you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Okay. Well, before we begin, let me just mention a couple things. Uh, first of all, we'd love for you to bring your pre-believing friends to our synagogues. Uh, we have four, actually five locations in a sense. We have the St. Pete and the South Tampa, Wesley Chapel and Riverview. And we also have Conexion, which is a Spanish congregation that meets uh, Saturday evenings in South Tampa. So uh, if you'd like to know more information, if you would just check our website site at shoreshdavid.org and since our services are Fridays and Saturdays for the most part we don't com compete with what you're doing so we love visitors we have a heart to see everybody come to know Yeshua but especially those who are Jewish 
Uh, if you feel that this program blesses you from week to week, um, we would love for you to bless us back with uh, financial help to keep us on the radio uh, airways. Um, and also a couple other announcements. We see that the spring feasts are coming soon. It's going to be amazing how quickly we'll be through uh, February and, and, you know, it'll be Passover before you know it. This would be a great time to invite to your church one of our speakers, one of our rabbis, to speak at your services or even a Bible study. So would you uh, speak to the appropriate people and encourage them to give us a call and ask for one of our speakers? I think that it will just be a blessing for your Bible study or church. So please do that. And, you know, the way to do that is really to call Karen at 813-831. Five six seven three, or you can email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah dot org. You can also email me if you have thoughts, questions, disagreements, whatever. I'm 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 happy to hear from you. Okay, well, look, can we all agree we need more love in ourselves? in our family, in our congregation, in our city, country, world, yeah, right? You know, I watched the State of the Union speech this week, and the obvious, it was so obvious about the bad feelings between Democrats and Republicans. It just, I don't know if you feel the same way, it just hurts my heart to, to look at this. As they're talking about unifying the country, but they're acting like Kids, you, you wouldn't want your kids to act this way. It, it puts more pressure, I believe, on us to demonstrate God's love at all times. At all times. I believe that the only kind of love that brings true healing is the love of God. God's love is supernatural. It is not something that we have a model for outside the Bible, you know, in our families. And so, I mean, there, it's, look, it's rare that we see God's type of love in other people or in our families. However, we should emulate God's love because Scripture tells us that love never fails. And that, that's a pretty amazing promise, don't you think? Though there is much love all around us, especially during this time as we uh, get to Valentine's Day, but that's not really what I'd call transformative love. I believe only God's love transforms, and when we can tap into his love, we have a chance to see our love with his power change people's lives. So there are many examples of God's love. However, the two that are most amazing to me is God's love for Israel and God's love sending Yeshua to be an atonement for our sins and dying for us. Now, given the history of Israel, I think you might agree that there would be no logical reason that God should still love Israel. From Scripture, we see his love for Israel spans not only for the individuals, but also a a broad, overarching love 
for the people of Israel throughout the centuries. It actually makes no sense as we see when we read about Adam and Abraham and Isaac, Jacob, Moses, King David. It really doesn't matter. Almost all of these people, maybe with the exception of Daniel, (laughs) they were uh, at times they were disloyal to God. They were unbelieving and unfaithful. And though they did some great things, God had to be so very patient, which I believe obviously helps him in his ability to continue to love them and to, and to love us. So we see in Jeremiah 31, 2, it says this, From afar, Adonai appeared to me. Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have drawn you with loving kindness. Now, though the scripture sounds like it's speaking to one person, in context, it's really speaking to Israel. And God's love for Israel is everlasting. So what does that mean? It means that it never runs out. (laughs) It keeps going and going. Uh, God always has more of his love for us in reserve. (laughs) God is never on empty when it comes to his love for us. I believe that the people of Israel did not receive God's love because they only understood his love by works, whether it was their works or God's works. If they felt that God blessed them, then they felt loved. If something bad happened, they felt God was at fault and that he didn't love them anymore. that, That would probably be true of a lot of people, but God is different, right? I believe even today, for most people, they feel loved by God when things are going well. And they feel that for whatever reason, God no longer loves them when things are going poorly. Take a moment and consider how you see God's love. Is it only when things are going good? When things are really terrible? When things are really bad in your life, are you still filled with the love of God? Uh, Really, that is the key, I believe, to dealing with life's disappointments, to have God's love in us so much on an ongoing daily basis that nothing can rock us. (laughs) I mean, think of your biological father uh, when he was upset with something that you had done. Did you still feel his love? Some of you will probably say yes, and others of you will say no. I would suggest to you that your father still loved you, even when he was upset with you. You don't always feel the love when you're being disciplined however, or corrected, right? However, by faith, you know you are loved. It is similar, I believe, with our Heavenly Father. I know with my own father that he loved me. However, though I knew it in my mind, oftentimes things that he would do or things that he would say made me feel unloved. Now, for some of you who never knew your earthly father's love, it might be even harder to know your heavenly father's love. Either way, 
we need faith to know that we are loved. Loved is not always expressed the way we want it, right? How do we know our Heavenly Father's love or have the faith that even when we do poorly or bad or sin at something, he still loves us? Well, let's start out with Romans ten seventeen. And we've said this a number of times recently. Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Messiah. What I'm saying is this, that even knowing the love of God relies on faith. Based on God's word, we can have faith to know God's love when times are good and when times are terrible. As we get more scriptures in our heart and our mind about God's love for us, even though we sin and fall short, we have greater assurance of God loving us. We should first probably define love from scripture. What does God say about what love is? So in 1 Corinthians, obviously, 13, 4 through 8, Love is patient. And I, I'm always upset with God that he starts with that one. <laughs> How many of you are patient? Okay. Um, you get what I'm saying? All right. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not brag. It is not puffed up. It does not behave inappropriately. It does not seek its own way. It is not provoked. It keeps no account of wrong. It does not rejoice over injustice, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things. It endures all things. Love never fails. You know, when I read these verses, I, I'm struck at the difference between my love and God's love. Man's love and God's love, so different, so different. And so we read these verses to see the, the, the bar that God has set for us on what is love. You know, it's something that probably should be read on a regular basis so that we are reminded and, and really encouraged that if there are areas that we need to clean up, that we would clean those areas up. Whenever, you know, I read these verses, I, I just feel um, that God is telling me something that I need to clean up. My favorite verse about love in the Hebrew scriptures is Zephaniah. 317. Adonai, your God, is in your midst, a mighty Savior. He will delight over you with joy. He will quiet you with his love. He will dance for joy over you with singing. Chapter 3 is an interesting chapter as the first portion is all about the downfall of Jerusalem. However, the second part is all about the restoration of Israel's remnant. God's love restores. So one of the characteristics about God's love is it's a restoration love. It restores. And so I would ask you, does your love restore? You say you love? 
Are you restoring all your relationships? If you're not part of the physical Israel, you're part of spiritual Israel and should appropriate this verse in Zephaniah to yourself. Picture each phrase as I believe God wants you to have the knowledge and the assurance of his love for you. So let's place this scripture for a moment in our heart so we can sense the love of God. Again, looking at Zephaniah 3.17, Adonai God is in our midst. So you just, as you say that, you welcome him in and you say, thank you, Lord, for being here. You are a mighty Savior. And then it says, He will delight over you with joy. Picture that, that God is delighting over you, your life, your being, with joy. Then picture this next part. He will quiet you with his love. I think that's another way of saying to be anxious for nothing, right? He will quiet you with his love so his love is soothing right okay and the last part of that scripture is he will dance for joy over you with singing we always think of us singing and dancing before the lord and praising god this verse says that god is doing that over us does that touch you at all Think of it. Now, some of you feel that God could never love you because of the sins you've committed and the wrong choices that you've made in your life. But, you know, Romans 5, 8 is so clear. God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Messiah died for us. Yeshua saw our sin and died for us anyway. He demonstrated his love even after seeing us at our worst. You can be sure that if you are a believer in Yeshua, that he has amazing love towards you. In 1 John 4, it gives us such insight into God's love. First, uh, with verse 9, it starts, the love of God was revealed among us by this. So, this is already saying that the love of God was revealed to us. We We should see this. Well, how was it revealed? Let's continue. That God sent his one and only Son into the world so that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atonement for our sins. You know, as we read this, you really should be encouraged. We continue in verse 16 through 19. So we have come to know and trust in the love that God has for us. God is love. Now, whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. We love because he first loved us. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. We see from this uh, that we have to trust that God loves us. This is the faith that we bring. 
And then just understand that this is an important segue to my last point, which is that we have to learn to receive God's love. It's not enough to know that he loves us. We have to learn to receive it. And that happens through faith and trust in God, that he leads us to know the love of God, which rids us of our fears. The more fear we have, the less love of God we are allowing into our spirit. Love drives out fear. Fear has no power over your life when the love of God shoves it aside. However, we must receive it. John 15, 9 says, Just as the Father has loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. In John 15, 7, If you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask what you wish and it shall be done for you. So what does it mean to abide? If you look it up in the dictionary, it says that abide means to live to continue or to remain. So to abide in Yeshua is to live in him and remain in him. This is what receiving God's love is all about. First John 4.16, once again, so we have come to know and trust in the love that God has for us. God is love. Now whoever abides in love abides in God. And God abides in him. Trusting in the love of God is all about faith. Because we have faith, we can abide in him and his love. Let me finish with this scripture of Romans eight thirty-five through 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Messiah? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness, or danger, or sword. As it is written, for your sake we are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. But in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor debt, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord. Now, we started this year, as I've been teaching talking about faith and miracles. The miracle of knowing God's love and feeling God's love on a daily basis, 24-7, is based on your level of faith. So, let me just mention again, we have a prayer card titled Building Faith, <laughs> and it's no charge. We'll email it to you. Uh, just call Karen at 813-831-5673. It'll be extremely hard to receive the full love of God without a strong faith. Praying the scriptures on this card will certainly help you in that effort.
Again, I would just ask that you come to our services, bring people, especially those who are Jewish and especially those who don't know Yeshua as their Messiah. And we're in St. Pete, South Tampa, Wesley Chapel, Riverview, and we have a Spanish congregation as well. So please uh, call if you feel this program blesses you. We'd appreciate you uh, helping us with a financial gift uh, to help us stay on the radio air. Also, uh, invite us out to speak at your church or your Bible study. For more information about all of this, call Karen, 813-831-5673. Or you can email me uh, your thoughts uh, at uh, rabbi at heart of Messiah. And at this time, I just pray that you will have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. 